This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. We left off ten lines down on the Amid. Rabbi Law said the name of Rishlakish and the name of Rabbi Yudah ben Chanina. Aside, it says Rabbi Yaisi ben Chanina. Another takana in Usha that they were misakin. Zot Rashi that when the Sanhedrin in the times of the second base Hamigdash when they were in Galus, they were in different places, and one of the places was Usha. So the Gemara is going to bring down some things that they were misakin. So here's the first. Kshiyeshu Sanhedrin. This is one of the things they were misakin. Even though we learned in the Mishnah Medal that there's only a, a mitzvah, possibly, but the to feed the, his children, that he should feed his children, but in Usha, they were misakin that there's a chiv. He has to. The top Taisus says, it's not talking about ketanim, ketanim. Six years old, under six years old, of course. Lekuliyam achayiv. But this was only talking about above that, is there a chiv or not? So in Usha, they were misakin that a person should, needs to feed his children. Look, Rashi actually views Cyrus until they bring Cyrus, until they become a, a god. They asked the following child, Is the halacha like Rabbi Lomre Shlokshi Rabbi Yudha Barchanina? Or the halacha is not like in Tashimah? Come in here, I'll bring you a riot. When this story, such a case came from Rabbi Yudha, Amlui said to them, when such a father came in front that wasn't feeding his kids, Said to them, Yari Yolda Avnei Masa Shadia. The the Yaroid Rashi says it's a tannin, some sort of serpent. A tannin gave birth and Avnei Masa Shadia and throws his kids on the people of the town. Zok Rashi Yari Yolda Avnei Masa Shadia. A tannin oily told Daisav he gives birth. And he doesn't take a chariz for it. When this came in front of Rav Chisa, such a story, Amalui said to them, You should turn over a machteshes, something that you would pound like a mortar, turn it upside down to be able to stand on it. Out in the public, get on it, stand on it, and say, Either Rashi says, either the guy, this low life that didn't want to feed his, feed his kids should say it, or Shlech Tzibah should say it, second Shan Rashi. Layman say, Urva boy banel. A raven cares for his kids. wants his kids. But this guy, doesn't care, doesn't want his kids. So also, this type of thing where it sounds like from these cases that they didn't force. They just put pressure, but it wasn't a force. So it looks like the Allah is not like that. Frankly, my side point, does a raven want its kids? It says in Tilm, 
the Hashem listens to the Oirev, Asher that calls out, of the children of the raven. So I guess they're not getting food from their parents. That's by the a white raven, that's by the black wave raven. That a raven is born white and his parents who are uchmi or black, they don't think that it's their kid. So therefore they don't feed it. And then later he changes and he turns back, turns to the proper color when he gets older. And then the parents love them, Rashi explains. But at the beginning, they hate him. So Levner Vashayi crows when he's white. Kiyavi also made the rubber when such stories were coming from a rubber where the father didn't want to feed his kids Amalek. He said to him, Nichalav, the missing Ibanech Mitzdaka, do you want your children to be fed from Tzedakah? No, they put on a pressure, but Avada wasn't that they forced it. And that's only when he wasn't in Asher, he wasn't rich father. Avil Ahmed, but if the father's rich, we would force them. It wasn't just we put a little of a subtle bit of pressure. Rather, we taka forced them to give. Rashi says that if he's rich, so then he, even if he it wasn't his kids, we would, if someone needed something, Bezin would get involved. Even if it wouldn't be his children, we would get him to give money. Just like the case of Rava, he forced He took from him 400 Zuzi for Tzedakah. If someone writes a living will and he gives over all his nechassim to his children, and then he doesn't have anything to eat. Him and his wife, there was a takana that him and his wife could eat from his nechassim. They ask the following kasha, they, they need such a takana. Do they need such a takana at least for the wife? We're going to see. Gemara is going to speak about him, but the Rishonim of the Ritva says that the main cash is on the wife. Do you need such a takana? There's even a, a more severe case than this where the wife gets fed. We're a more simple case when he's not around. Amanasai. We already said a more, uh, a bigger case than this. If his amana eats from his nechasin, then when he's around, who vision, he gave away his land, his wife for, for sure, me boy, do you need to tell us that he's gonna, that she could eat from his nechasim? What's the case? The shalok, Robin Vigarte, Robin sent in a letter, Misha Mace, someone who dies, Vinyach Ubas, and left over, a almana, wife, Ubas, and a daughter. In such a case, the daughter, Yarshin, her father, there were no sons. It's a Tanaik Suba that Almana eats from his Nechassim until she gets married. Again, Nisus Abbas. Now let's say the the daughter got married. Still, Almana still eats from the husband's Nechassim, even though when the daughter gets married, now she has a husband. But Lemais, it's still her property. The husband eats. 
gets from the Paris, but the Amman also is in the Zayin Oh, what about Meis Abbas? If the daughter dies, now the daughter's not in the picture anymore. Now what happens to the Amana? I'm Rabbi Yudah ben Achayisah, Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah, the son of the sister of Rabbi Yisrael Hanina said, Al Yadi Oya the same Maisa happened to me, this came to Shaila. Ramu, when they said, Almana eats from the Nechasim, Almana Nizayinis bin Nechasim, Almana eats from the Nechasim. So therefore, who wish me by? If we see that even when the husband's dead, is that the Amana gets to eat from his Nechasim, even when it goes to the son-in-law, the, the daughter's not even around. Who vishtami boy, do you have to tell me that when he's around, if we don't leave the Amana hanging, she has nothing to eat, and we let her eat, we're going to see some Rashi's just for clarity. Who vishtami boy, then when he gives his land to his kids and his Amana has nothing to eat, then of course, he's still around. He still has a Christ, or then, and he gave it over. So, Miboy, do you need to tell us that she's going to be able to eat from it? So that right here is where the Ritz explains. And what about him? It says, Hu ve'ishto, Miboy, do you have to say, Hu ve'ishto, there's a Chiddush in, in his wife and him? Well, on him, says the Ritz, there is a Chiddush, because he was the fool that gave away his karga, who said that we let him eat. We don't see anywhere that we let him eat. He gave it over fair and square. The Ishtoi, that's the key, the Ritva says. That's the, the kashas from the Ishtoi. Let's see Abyssal Rashi for some clarity. Let's see the Gemara starts and then we'll see Rashi. And the Gemara Mao to say, Mahasan Udalaka Dutarif. I might think there, there's no one to help her because the husband's not around. Avalhacha let him work for himself and for her. So therefore, I might think that we don't take for them, Kamash Malan, so therefore comes along the Takan and Usha that says, no, we made a Takan, they gave along, if he gave his Nechasim to his kids, we give to the Amana, we give to him. Let's see if it's a Rashi. So Rashi explains that there's halacha in Gitin. He gives a little bit of a background. There's halacha in, in Maseches Gitin that says that typically a karka that the husband sells in his lifetime, the isha doesn't get food from it because after he dies. Because if she, they would, no one would want to, they would mess up the whole commerce. No one would want to buy karka from anyone because they know that when his wife dies, they might lose rights. They might have to feed her. So they don't want to get involved. So they made a takana that you don't take Maz and Isha from the Chassim and Shubadim. Even though they were married first and he had the karkav, he sells it. For Maz and Isha, you don't take it. But, explains Rashi, that that's because of Tikkun Olam. The world wouldn't run then. People wouldn't buy karka. But when you're not worried about Tikkun Olam, like in this case, where the son-in-law never paid for the karka. Even, right, he never paid for the karka. So therefore, and the halacha is that a husband does usually have a din of a lekeach. 
usually a husband in regard to certain things, for his his wife's karka, he has a dinner of So if he had dinner of he should not have to feed his mother-in-law from the karka. Still over here, the Rabbanon made him like a Yerush and made him feed his mother-in-law karka because the whole reason they had set up that someone who buys the karka doesn't have to feed an almana is because people wouldn't buy. But here, even though he has a dinner of from another din of the Rabbana, that is, in this regard, he's going to have a din of a Yairish. So since he's going to have a din of a Yairish, in this regard, because we're not scared, what, what, what's not going to work? The world's going to run. He got it f- from his wife, and then he yarshed from his wife. So even though when he married his wife, he had a din of a Lekeach, in regard to his mother-in-law, he has a din of a, a Dalmana, he has a din of a Yairish. So those are some of the dinim that Rashi mentions. So here also, so practically Gemara, so here also when he gives his kids, when he gives his kids the, when he gives his kids the karka, they also have a din like this. Rashi says, These are his children. They didn't pay money. They're not a regular lekeach. Rather they're it's it's just a matana. If the Itaka would have paid, if it would have been a buyer, so I understand. Let's say he sells all his land. So we're not going to make the, the people who buy feed him or his wife. But here are the kids that he gave it to. They're not a regular Lekeach. Now, Rashi does touch on, and Rashi Mibai, he touched on one small, on one other point. He says that typically we do consider a matana like a mecher. In, in regard to Sheba, because why am I giving someone a matana? Because I feel a certain Sheba to them. I want something from them, or I want to repay them for something. So there's a release. So there's, we consider that like a usually like a mecher. So he says that in, that's in regard to other people matana. But when you're giving your children a matana, then we don't. That's not considered a mecher at all. Very good. Let's see one small gemara. One more gemara. Is the Allah like the second din of Ush of Abilam Ray Shlakish that an Usha is Kinu, that an Usha they were Misak, and that if you're Kaisakon of Hazavan of Uvinishtai Nizainim, is the Allah like that, or is Allah not like that? Tan of Tashma, come here, I'll bring you a Raya, the Rab Khanina Rab Yach Rainason, Havikaimi. They were standing together. Also, Ugavra, a certain man came, Gokhan Manashka, the Rab Yanison Akari. He kissed Rab Yanison Akari. Rash says, Al-Ragli, on his foot. Omli Rabchanin, Rabchanin said, My eye, what's going on? Why is this guy kissing you on your foot? Omli said to him, that He had written all his Nechassim to his children. And I forced them to feed him. I forced him. And Lufinim Yeshua Sadin. And therefore, he was very happy with me, and he kissed me. So says, well, we have a nice ride. Yeah, I'm a bisham If you're going to tell me it's not the din, that's why he forced him. I'm sorry, Eliyam Redina, but if you're going to say it's the din, did he need to force him? 
He didn't need to force him. But since you see that he did force him, you see that it, it's not the din that when you give over, that we don't paskin like like that din of Be'ushe Eskinu that he had, they have to give the money. Rather, it's L'fnimishur Zadeh. Okay, we'll stop here. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.